Welcome to the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast, a show that is dedicated to educating you on applying science-based training, nutrition, and mindset strategies from some of the top minds in the industry to help you build a leaner, stronger, and more confident self. I'm your host, Jeff Hain. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast. Today is a solo episode and I have a topic I want to go over. And so what I want to go over today is, you know, should you set your calories to a deficit, maintenance, or surplus, right? I think there's a lot of confusion around that. And so I want to dive into that. Um, first, before I go into that, though, I just want to go over a few ways you can help support the podcast. So first, uh, if you could, if if you have found this podcast to be helpful, uh, leave a rating and review uh, that will help other people find this podcast and, and uh, you know, just, just spread it around so more people can find it. Uh, again, I appreciate everybody that that listens uh, to this podcast. Next, you can follow me on Instagram, Jeff, H-O-E-H-N underscore. That's where I am most active on social media um, where I post most of my content. Um, so if you want to follow that, just give me a follow there. And lastly, I have my one-on-one online coaching service. And with that, I help you lose body fat and build muscle with my strategic dieting and training methods. We look at things like your lifestyle and biofeedback to individualize your training and nutrition program to you and your specific needs. I also find that there's always at least like one to two bottlenecks out of outside of like training, nutrition, um, whether that be your lifestyle, mindset, et cetera, um, that we figure out that's keeping you from seeing the results that, that you want to see. Um, so if you're interested in that, you can reach out to me on Instagram or you can fill out the application in the show notes um, and we can set up a phone call to chat in more detail about that. So let's dive into the topic first. I did want to say this too, just because people see my name. Um, and as I was spelling out my last name, I don't say it because everybody gets the pronunciation wrong, nothing wrong with it, but uh it's actually pronounced Hane, so like Hane's underwear. So if you ever say my last name and you said Hohen or something like that, don't worry. 99% of people say that. Um, I've had like maybe two people ever say it right, and I'm, I've been shocked. I'm just always shocked when I hear that. So, uh, But it is pronounced Hane, so just wanted to go over that, just kind of a side tangent. Anyways, so for the topic today, let's dive into it now. Should you set your calories to a deficit, maintenance, or surplus to improve your look? I think this is common, right? Are you struggling to decide if you should be in a deficit maintenance or surplus? Um, and like I said, this is just very common. Oh, you know, people are just confused about where to set it, right? Like you hear you need to be in a deficit. You shouldn't be, you should be at maintenance if you want to build muscle, right? So it's just confusing. So one of the things I work on with all my clients is making sure they are, they are in the right energy balance for their goal now, but also long-term. Some mistakes that I see made here with choosing the energy balance, right? And again, energy balance being, are you in a calorie deficit? Again, if you're in a calorie deficit, you're seeing your weight trend down over time. Uh, Again, those are typically for fat loss goals. We'll dive into each of these. Then we have maintenance. Again, that means your weight is maintaining over time. Um, Again, there's situations where we'd want to go into this. We'll talk about it. And then we have surplus where over time, your body weight is trending up. Um, And so the mistakes I see made here with this are choosing the wrong energy balance for your goal. Uh, so what I mean by that is, you know, some people here, uh, if they're overweight, oh, hey, I'm not losing weight because I'm eating too little. So then they either overeat and then they never actually get to their goal, right? So, um, or somebody that, you know, maybe thinks that they have to be in a calorie surplus to build muscles, so then they 
increase their calories. They see some, some, a little bit more fat gain than they would want. Um, again, they're just, their, their energy balance isn't aligned with what your goal is. Okay. So, um, that's a common thing I see is people choose the wrong energy balance. Now, the next challenge obviously is actually sticking to that. Um, but either way, the choosing the wrong, choosing the wrong energy balance next, staying in a particular energy balance for too long. So whether this be, Hey, you're trying to fat loss diet, um, and you just do that for years on end or throughout months on end. I think that's probably more common. So you end up staying in that energy deficit for too long, right? So staying in a certain energy balance uh, for too long. Next, just thinking very short term with it, where it's like, oh, hey, I want to look better, so I need to do this, and I'm going to hit that hard. And then, and then they only you only just think in this very like short term mindset, okay? So all three of these are things that I take into consideration for clients, so you don't waste any time in pursuit of your goals. You know, just staying consistent is going to give you a big return on investment in terms of just working out, you know, staying active, dialing in your nutrition, but making sure you get this part down will allow you to one, reach your goal quicker. Um, because if you're in the proper energy balance for your goal, you're going to see results faster. Uh, you're just going to increase your results overall, right? You're like, you're going to, what you're trying to do is going to be more effective because you're in the proper energy balance. And lastly, you can keep those results long-term, okay? So all three things that I think are super important. Um, So let's dive into this. So first, this is what I'm going to go over today is more of a simplified way of deciding where you need to go. And it's just more general in nature just because, I mean, it's hard to really decide for sure where you need to be without actually diving into things a little bit more. But uh, And so there are, of course, certain situations that may warrant you doing a different phase. Um, You know, if this is you and... You know, at the end of the day, I do recommend speaking with a professional if this is something that you really struggle with and have struggled with. Okay. Um, And and maybe if you have a very unique situation. So again, just realize this is simplified and this is so I can just kind of give some general recommendations here. Again, there's always going to be, and this is where coaching can come into play, where there's going to be these individual situations that might change for you. Second, there should be seasons to this. Okay. So for example, just because you are in a deficit now, doesn't mean you always need to be in a deficit. Okay. I think that's one of those mistakes people make is they stay in it for too long. They think they always need to be there. So there does need to be some sort of seasonality with this. Like it's like, Hey, you're in a deficit for this amount of time. Then you go to maintenance or whatever it may be. Um, so like in this example, it'd be wise to switch to maintenance count at some point, or again, surplus, if you um, want to, uh, you know, maximize muscle growth and, you know, build a good amount of muscle. So, uh, and this, this kind of, Concept could also be called nutrition periodization. Um, but again, just thinking of having seasons with it, right? I think people just thinking, you know, I, uh, too often it's like, hey, I want to get in better shape. So I need to do the thing that I did to get in better shape. I always need to do that. And it's like, that's not necessarily always the case, right? There, there needs to be some seasons to this because our body is adaptive. All right. So let's dive into them. So deficit. So again, a calorie deficit. This is where, again, your weight's trending down over time. Um, you know, your calories are likely going to be lower than what they normally would be. Um, So this is for you if, one, you have fat loss goals. Uh, So again, if you're trying to lean out, lose some body fat, you're going to want to be in the deficit. You're going to want to choose this. Now, this is also contingent contingent on the fact that you haven't dieted recently either. Okay. If you somebody that in the last six months, you've spent five months in a deficit and you're like trying to lose more weight or lose more body fat, you know, for you, it's, you're going to want to go to that maintenance, which we'll talk about. Okay. Um, So again, deficit is going to be for you if you have fat loss goals. You have, this is also going to be for you if you have a good amount of body fat to lose. You know, think if you're, uh, for men, you know, 17 to 20% body fat or higher, women, you know, 30% or higher, you're going to want to choose a deficit to uh, start. 
what I will say here is maintenance is never going to be a bad idea. But if you're in this situation and you want to improve your look, you need to be in a in a deficit, right? Um, if you're fall into those categories. Uh, so that would be the second one, right? You're you again, first, you just have fat loss goals in general. Like you want to look better, you know, you're gonna want you're gonna want to be in a deficit to to lose body fat, right? Um again, you want to have a good amount of body, you have a good amount of body fat to lose. Uh if you're 17 to 20% or higher as a male, uh for men, 30% or higher for for women. The next situation where you would be in a deficit would be if you're uh I put this in air quotes, skinny fat, right? So again, you just don't have uh, you, you know, you're not like necessarily super overweight, but, um, you could add some muscle and whatnot. And so in this situation, because you probably don't have a lot of muscle, you can be in a deficit, lose some body fat and build muscle at the same time and kind of see that body recomposition effect. Now, the caveat with this is that the deficit would be smaller. Okay. So in this situation, you wouldn't want to necessarily have as large of a deficit as you would if you were somebody that, um, again, you're just, are trying to lose body fat and maintain your muscle, or you're somebody that is 17 to 20%, or, you, you know, you have higher levels of body fat for you. Um, you know, you could be a little bit, you can have a little bit high, larger of a deficit Whereas skinny fat. Ideally we would be at a little bit of a smaller deficit. Um, so we could have, again, more of that kind of body recomp effect. So those would be the, the scenarios where you'd want to be, um, in a deficit. Uh, and when you would choose this. So pros of this would be of, of a deficit is you will lose weight slash body fat, and you will look better um, by by losing um, body fat, right? This is a lot of times when you want to kind of sh- have a better look in the short term, it is going to be, you know, losing some body fat. So this would be where you'd want to go. Now there's some cons to being in a deficit, right? You're going to have higher h- hunger levels um, because your body's going to not be having as much food, um, as much energy. Um, and so there are going to be higher hunger, hunger levels. Uh, there's going to be less flexibility, right? You're not going to be eating as many calories. So you have to be a little bit more rigid with your nutrition choices. So there's going to be less flexibility overall. You don't have as many calories to work with. Um, you're going to have lower energy levels. Uh, again, you're not bringing in as much energy. Uh, your body's going to downregulate that and you're going to find that you're just don't have as much energy. Right. And lastly, kind of this is you can't stay in a deficit forever. Uh, you could, but that would, you know, be very challenging, um, to actually do, uh, but your body, you know, does adapt to this uh, again, not, not by a large amount, but it will adapt to this. Things will slow down and it just be, becomes tougher and tougher to lose any more weight slash body fat. So you do need to take a break at, at some point. Um, so those are kind of the, the cons of it, right? Is you're just not going to have as many calories. You're just not going to feel as great overall. So again, this isn't something that you want to stay. You don't want to stay in that that state for a long period of time. How long? It's going to be very dependent on the on the person. Um, if you can stick with it and be pretty aggressive, I think eight to twelve weeks is solid. Um, for some people, they need a little bit longer because then they get a little bit more flexibility. Um, and, and if you have more body fat to lose, you can be in it a little bit longer. So it's all dependent. I would say eight to 12 weeks is a, is a sweet spot. Obviously, again, depending on the situation, it could be more than that, uh, or unlikely it's going to be less than that, but it, but it could theoretically be less than that at, at some, at some point. So the other thing here on this is the deficit matters. The deficit amount does matter as well too, with, with these cons, uh, as well. Okay. So if you were, uh, in a large energy deficit, so again, meaning you're losing more weight, you're eating less food. The, the cons become more apparent. Okay. So again, you're going to see higher hunger, even higher hunger levels. You're going to have less flexibility. You're going to have even lower energy levels. Um, and you're not going to be, you're going to be able to stay in that. 
you're not going to be able to stay in that deficit uh, for as long either if it's if it's large, right? Um, again, how would you know if it's a large or small deficit? You just look at your body weight, your averages over a week and see where those are trending over time. And again, if it's like more than uh, like 1% of your body weight per week, you're in a pretty large deficit there at, at that point. Okay. Um, so that's how you would, that's how you would know, because again, a lot of people are like, well, how do I know if I'm actually there? So this is going to require some tracking um, and, and monitoring of data to, to see, you can guess and get it within the ballpark. Um, but I like to just kind of get some data on clients first before we decide, Hey, this is your deficit, because that is going to be very dependent on, on the individual. So those, so that would be the, uh, again, the kind of summary of the deficit when you would want to be in it and who would be in it, what are the pros and cons of it and whatnot. Next we have maintenance. Okay. So this one, the kind of, uh, everything just kind of expands in terms of who it's for, how long you need to be in it, et cetera. So this is for you if one, you have dieted numerous times recently or lost a lot of weight. So if you are somebody that in the last six months, like I said, you've dieted, you know, four out of the five months, you probably need to stay at maintenance or you're somebody that's lost maybe 10 to 20% or more of their body weight. You need to take some time at maintenance, right? Uh, again, this is where a lot of people, they just keep going in that deficit. It's like, Hey, I got this goal weight, you know, I'm 250 pounds. I want to be 160. I just need to go in at one time. You're likely going to have to go at two to three, at least two to three different phases of fat loss uh, to get there. Um, you don't have to do it that way, but uh, it's going to be very challenging. And the, the likelihood of you rebounding is going to be super high. Uh, so this is why we have these, these seasons with it. So again, if you've died at multiple times recently, or you've lost a lot of weight, uh, maintenance is going to be for you. Next, you want to build muscle. Um, so again, if you want to build muscle, you want to be at least at maintenance. Now we'll talk about specific situations where you would want to go to a surplus, but going to maintenance to build muscle is going to be, especially for you, if you've always fat loss dieted, right? So like if you are somebody that has always fat loss diet, it's always been about being as small as you can, like just going to maintenance for some time and really dying in training, sleep, improving food quality, you know, fueling yourself, like you're going to build a good amount of muscle there at, at, um, at maintenance. So again, if you're, if you're, if you're, uh, have always fat loss diet, this is going to be for you to build muscle. Um, next, obviously, if you're like new to training as well, too, you can stay at a deficit or a maintenance and build muscle. Um, and then lastly, if you're overweight as well. Um, so again, maybe you're somebody that lost a, a decent amount of weight, but now you're like, oh, you know, I want to take a break from fat loss dieting, build some muscle, just stay at maintenance. You don't have to be in a surplus, stay at maintenance and you'll build uh, a good amount of muscle at that, at that, uh, at that body weight, right? You don't have to gain weight um, in order to do that. Um, next situation again, is going to be like, again, somebody that's skinny fat for you. Uh, if you're more focused on like adding muscle in your skinny fat, then you would probably want to go a little bit closer to your maintenance. Again, you can go to a deficit being skinny fat, but, uh, it might hurt muscle growth just a tiny bit. So you just kind of play that out. If you're somebody that's more focused on like, Hey, I want to add more muscle than, than lose body fat or anything like that, then you might go closer to your maintenance. Um, and, and you'll build some muscle and, um, You'll, you'll, you'll change your body, right? Uh, if you're, if you're, um, skinny fat. So those are kind of your options. If you're quote unquote, skinny fat state maintenance, um, get your protein up, lift weights. Again, you'll see, you'll build some muscle, maybe lose a tiny bit of body fat or go into a small deficit. You'll lose some body fat and build muscle at the same time, but going to that deficit is probably going to hurt muscle growth just a, just a tiny bit. Um, so just kind of consider those, those things there. Uh, next maintenance for, is for you. If you just want to build a good base. So maybe you're new to all this stuff and, um, you know, 
you don't necessarily want to diet. You don't want to restrict a lot of your calories. You would like to just kind of jump into it, but uh, you know, just get a good base down. Because again, if you build this base, then you have a good place to go from whether you want to go to a surplus or you want to go to a deficit. So um, this maintenance can be a good place to build a good base for newer clients. And again, they'll see some body recomposition effects here at maintenance. Um, or maybe you're somebody that it's been a little while since you've been, you've done this in the past and you're just, you're ready to get back into it. Again, this can be a good thing to build a, a solid basis to just get back to your maintenance. Um, again, so being, building a good base can be for anybody, but it's especially good for those like newer, uh, people, newer people getting into lifting or this, this fitness thing or somebody that had a, a little bit of a layoff. Next maintenance is going to be for you if you have performance pursuits. So, um, you know, if you're an athlete, probably want to be close to your maintenance, um, which their maintenance probably is going to be a little bit higher than most people because they're going to be expending so much energy. Uh, again, any, any, any type of like competition minus a bodybuilding competition, you would probably want to be at maintenance, um, again, so you can really fuel performance. Um, so again, if you have a performance related goal, you, uh, marathons, like things like that, right? Like those, uh, running a marathon, anything like that, you would want to be, uh, at your maintenance, um, for that. Now, again, there's obviously some individual situations where you might want to be in a, in a deficit. Um, but in 90% of cases, you want to be at maintenance uh, during this time. So what are some pros of being at maintenance? One, it gives your body a break from pushing weight up or down, right? That's a stress around the body to push the weight, body weight up or down because it's, it's, you're, you're getting it away from homeostasis. So getting back to maintenance can be a good thing to just kind of give your body a break from pushing one way or the other. Um, there's a little bit more flexibility, right? Um, compared to a deficit. So you're going to have that flexibility of, um, more food, which is always uh, a pro for a lot of people. Uh, you're just going to feel better overall. Again, especially if for two extreme cases, one, you've been trying to diet for fat loss for a period of time, getting to your maintenance, you're just going to feel better overall. You're going to have more energy. Um, you know, things are just going to feel better. You're not going to be super hungry. Uh, so you're just going to feel better overall. Now, on the flip side too, if you're somebody that's been in a surplus for a while, uh, just getting to your maintenance can be great too, because you're not pushing that food, you're not pushing your weight up. So you can just feel better overall by um, just going to maintenance, even if you've been in a uh, surplus for a while. Again, less hunger. Uh, if, you've, if you're coming from a, a deficit or somebody that's always been trying to diet for fat loss, you can build muscle here, right? Again, if you have more muscle, the more muscle you have, the less muscle you'll build here at maintenance. Um, you'll really need to dial things in, but for most people who have always fat loss dieted, going to maintenance can be a really good spot to build muscle. Um, biofeedback improves. So again, if you're coming from, again, either a surplus or a deficit, but we'll focus more on a deficit here. Like, you know, you're probably going to have better gut health here uh, at this spot because things are going to be regular. Again, you're just going to feel better overall. Stress is probably going to be a little bit lower. Um, sleep may improve. Training performance may improve. So overall, biofeedback can really improve um, here during during this phase or during, uh, being at maintenance, uh, you can, you can stay here forever too. Like if this is something that you just want to do forever and you don't want to necessarily gain weight or lose weight, or you're not worried about maximizing either, or, you know, you can always stay at maintenance and you're going to be uh, solid, uh, with everything. Now, maybe you dip your toes in uh, fat loss period of time, but the cool thing with maintenance is you don't have to like, there doesn't have to necessarily be seasons with this. You can, you can stay uh, here forever. And, this is something where I think a lot of people, they don't do this because they don't think, because the word maintenance is like, oh, hey, I'm not moving or anything like that, but it's more so maintenance of your energy balance. It's not maintenance of like progress. So you are still going to make progress here at this point. Um, again, you're improving habits. Um, there's probably going to be some body composition um, improvements, maybe not as noticeable as it would be what if you're pushing one or the other um, in terms of deficit or surplus, but you're still going to see a ton of progress here. 
Um, <clears throat> uh, there was one other thing that I was going to say. So, uh, yeah, so you can still make progress. Um, Okay, so cons of this are you're not going to maximize muscle growth or fat loss here at maintenance. Okay, so it's like you're not going to be able to really maximize your results being here at, at, at this. That doesn't mean you're not going to see results. You're just not going to maximize it, especially the longer you are getting into this stuff and like the leaner you get, et cetera. Um, and you still have to have a decent amount of moderation with the nutrition. You know, I mean, this, this isn't a phase where you can just kind of wing it and be like, oh, I can just eat whatever, whenever like you're still going to have some sort of moderation with everything, right? Um, you know, you might not be able to go out and do what you did 10 years ago, every single night or before you got into all this, right? Like you're still going to have to make some sacrifices, you know, Hey, I'm not going to be able to go out and drink three times a week or have alcohol, you know, five to six times a, a week and expect to maintain, or I can't expect to have pizza every single day. Or again, maybe it's not necessarily food choice, but it's the amount of food you have where, you know, it's like, when you're not fat loss dieting, it's nice to be able to just kind of enjoy food without being like, Hey, I have to stop eating. Um, <clears throat> you know, at this phase, like you still are gonna want to have some sort of moderation again, maybe not every single time you eat, but there's going to still have to be some sacrifice of like, I can't just do what I want when I want, how often I want. Um, so I would say that's the only other con um, with this. Uh, so one other takeaway I want to say here with this is your maintenance calories and maintenance weight is a range and not one exact number. So people are always kind of searching for that optimal maintenance calories. Like, what is it? What's my, what is it? And it's not 2,348 calories. It's probably a range, you know, your maintenance is probably 2,300 to 2,600 calories. And that range is going to be different from person to person. Some people that range could be larger than that. Some people that range could be a little bit smaller than that. So my main takeaway here is that it's not just one calorie number. There's going to be a little bit of a range, right? Maintenance is a little bit more dynamic. Um, in terms of where you, where you can fall. And again, how do you know you, you have to track your body weight over time? That's the other thing too, that I want to go over is just because you gain one pound and say from one way into the next, or one week to the next, that doesn't mean that you are in a surplus or a deficit. You have to look at longer trends of your average weight per week to see what's going on. You know, you start gaining one pound per week, week over week over week. Okay. You're in a surplus at that point. Um, you start losing one pound per week. You're at week over week over week. Again, your average weight, not day-to-day -day trends you're in a deficit. If, you know, if one week it goes up one pound, then it goes down a half pound, then it goes up a pound, um, then down a pound and a half, and you're still even, and like, you're still in this like two to three, two to five pound range over time, like you're at maintenance. Okay. So again, it's not one number and one, one way in of you going up and one week of you trending up is not you being in a surplus either. You're gaining all this body fat. Okay. So that's the other big thing that I need to note there um, with it. All right, so let's finish up with surplus. So uh, calorie surplus, again, this is where you're going to see your weight trend up over time. So this is for you if, one, you have lofty muscle gain goals. So if you're somebody that, you know, you you don't need to be super, like you don't need to have a ton of muscle. You just, you know, you want to be, look like you lift, things like that. You don't necessarily have to get here. But if you want to take it to that next level where, you you know, you're somebody that like, you know, you want people to notice how, how jacked you are or you want to have, you know, pretty good size arms, whatever it may be, or really good definition in your legs, bigger legs, like muscle in your legs, you're going to have to at some point go to a surplus. Now there's some people that yes, genetically can probably get away with not having to do this, but most of us are going to have to have some sort of weight gain period where we really push. Uh, not again, when I say push, we don't have to like push our body weight up a ton, gain a ton of body fat, but you're going to have a period of time where you're going to have to push your body weight up a little bit if you want to um, build some extra muscle. So again, if you have lofty muscle gain goals, 
getting in a surplus periods of time are going to be uh, vital. Uh, you've been training for a while and have a good amount of muscle and want to add more. So again, if you get down to like, say 10% body fat as a, as a, as a man, um, and say 15 to 20% as a woman, and it's like, oh, I want to add more muscle. You can't, you're not going to be able to stay that lean and still build a good amount of muscle. You're going to have to gain some weight. Right. So, um, that's just the choice. You're going to have to figure out what you want to do now. Again, you could stay close to your, to your maintenance, but, um, you're really going to see very minimal, if any progress and probably nothing that you're going to notice. Right. So you have to ask yourself what you want to do there with it. Um, and then a, a surplus is especially important for both, uh, of these, if you are, are lean, right. So again, if you have lofty muscle gain goals, you've already, uh, built a solid, decent amount of muscle and you want to add more and you're lean, you're definitely going to have to be a surplus for sure. Right. Um, if you have lofty muscle gain goals and you haven't been training for a while, um, you probably can sit closer to your maintenance and still build some muscle. But again, as you get further along in your development with all this, you're going to have to uh, push that surplus. Okay. And then lastly, if you're underweight and you want to gain weight, you need to be in a surplus to uh, gain some weight. So some pros of being in a surplus, more flexibility with food, right? More calories. So you're going to be able to eat more food. Um, you're going to be able to enjoy more tasty food. Um, energy levels are probably going to be higher. Again, in most cases, I don't see why they wouldn't be. So you're going to have more energy to go and do stuff. You're not going to have that brain fog that you would see with a deficit. Um, so that's always nice. And it increases your ability to build muscle, um, once you get to a certain point, right? So those are all the pros with being in a surplus cons. You're going to add some body fat no matter what. Um, so it, it's very, very unlikely that if you gain five pounds that it's five pounds of muscle, right? Like it's probably going to be like two and a half pounds of muscle if you're lucky. And then two and a half pounds of fat, it's probably gonna be closer to like one pound of muscle, one to two pounds of muscle, three to four pounds of fat, right? I'm just kind of making up numbers here, but just to give you uh, an example there. Um, so you are going to, you know, but you just cut that body fat off later on um, when you go back to a deficit. Um, can't, hunger can go down eventually. And so what I mean by that is like, as you keep pushing your body weight up, you may find that hunger just kind of goes in the gutter. And at that point, you have to kind of force feed yourself to keep getting in the calories, or you could potentially take a mini cut, but that's kind of out of the scope of this Um podcast episode. Uh, so hunger can go down eventually, which can be a pain, um, especially if you're somebody that is kind of a quote unquote hard gainer. And again, you don't want to stay here forever. Uh, you can stay here forever, but that's where you start to run into issues of, you know, where a lot of people, you know, obesity, um, uh, a lot of other common diseases and whatnot that we have in, in today's world. So you don't want to stay here forever either. Right. So this is going to be dur just during periods of time. And just like with the deficit, the size of the surplus matters. The larger the surplus, the more the cons become apparent, right? So it's like the the quicker you gain weight and the longer and the more weight you gain, it's like you're probably gonna you're gonna be adding more body fat, right? The the quicker you gain weight, which means the deficit or the surplus is larger, you know, hunger is gonna go down quicker. Um, so it's just one of those things where again, you want to manage how large that that surplus is um, because if it gets too large, that's where you start to run into issues. So that's it. Um, hopefully this was helpful for you to decide if you uh, should be in a deficit maintenance or surplus. Again, if you have any questions on this, you can always reach out on Instagram. Um, that's it for now, guys. And I will chat with you next time. Thank you for listening. If you want more free content like this, follow me on Instagram at JeffH91 underscore or visit jhhealth.net. See you next time.